Oh, so excited for this. Yes. From December 2018 to March 2020, I was signed up for the AMC A-List program. Yes. Which is a subscription service where for $19.95 a month, I got three free movies a week. And in all of that time, there was only one week where I saw just two movies. And for the rest of the weeks, I saw three movies a week every week. Yes. Then the hit and my A-list account was put on hold. The last Steve Stubbs we did was episode 253. Wow. Well, it's been over a year, but guess who's back? Me, Steve, back to watching movies and theaters and discussing the movies here on the podcast. It is time again, once again, for the triumphant return of Steve Stubbs of the Week. Really? You're actually doing one like now? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I totally am. This is in Act One. I'm so glad to be back during my A list heyday because I was doing the math when we did this segment on the podcast. During my A list heyday, I saw 178 movies in a 66 week period. That is impressive. During the pandemic, I only saw four movies in theaters. I saw Back to the Future at the discount theater by my house because the discount theater was closing down and I was really depressed about that. Uh, I saw Avengers because a movie theater, uh, One Town Down in Seminole, Oklahoma, they opened up and they were showing some old movies. They were showing Zootopia and Avengers. So I went to go see Avengers there. Uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I saw that in IMAX. And then Spiral, which was all right. Yeah. So so we're back to doing Steve Stubbs. I am not doing three movies a week. There's not enough movies in theaters right now for me no. to do three movies a week. So I'm trying to do two movies a week. But if I don't do two movies a week, I, I'm not going to cry about it. So I'm trying to do two a week. And this past week, I saw the following two movies. The documentary Summer of Soul and the Disney live action movie Cruella. Okay. Now, every time I do Steve Stubbs of the Week, there is one movie that I choose as the Steve Stubbs pick of the week. Now, before we before I announce what the Steve Stubbs pick of the week is, I'd like to discuss the movie that was not chosen as my pick of the week. The Disney live action film Cruella starring uh, Emma Stone Stone and Emma Thompson. The two Emmas. Okay. You could call it an enema because there's two Emmas. Yes. And very invasive. So um, Cruella it's fine. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's just fine. It's mostly harmless. Yeah. Look, it, every, when I said on Twitter, I was like, hey, I'm back to, to going to movies and watching a ton of movies and, and, and I'm going to be watching Cruella. Everyone said the same thing. You know what? It's a lot of fun. You're really going to like it. It's a blast. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Had a great time watching that. Wasn't expecting it to be good, but it was really good. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to see for myself. 
if I like this or not, but everyone was heaping praise on it. But this is what the movie is. It's a comedy, drama, murder, revenge, fashion movie. Yeah. That's kind of, yeah. That was kind well of my impressions over, from previews and things. And it's well over two hours. Oh, nobody needs that, do they? But it's saved by a pretty good cast. Uh, Emma Stone is really good in this. Um, and there are two characters. One of them is a journalist, a female journalist, and the other one is a lawyer. And at the end of the... I don't know the original Disney 101 Dalmatians that much. Yeah, no. Neither do I. I, I, I've seen it once. Yeah. So it took me a while to realize that, wait a second, Cruella is being helped by a a young black journalist while the bad guy is has a lawyer who is played by Nandor, one of the vampires from the TV show What We Do in the Shadows. And I thought to myself, how come no one bothered to tell me that one of the vampires from TV's What We Do in the Shadows was in this damn movie? Because maybe I would have seen it before now. Yeah. I was offended that no one told me that Nandor was in this movie. But then but then uh, Nandor gets fired and he decides to do a different career choice. So he be- tries to become a songwriter. It wasn't until the end of the movie that I realized, wait a second, number one, the couple who meet and fall in love, the, the two human heroes from the movie 101 Dalmatians were in this. And you got... Um, one of the vampires from what we do in the shadows to be the white male and a young black woman to be the white female. Good for you, Disney. (laughs) You just totally racially changed the stars of 101 Dalmatians. Good for you. Also, there's a character that's super gay, but uh, the, the two people that really, that I really liked in the movie. Super gay. Like, does he have a cape? Super ultra and a logo. Mega, super ultra mega mega gay. I am super gay. Almost so super gay. He's like he's mecha gay. Yes. So, but but uh, Cruella has two flunkies, and they make the movie because they are human, real life, live action versions. Of every two flunkies in every Disney animated movie. Okay. So there's one guy, and he's tall, and he's smarter. And then there's the other one, who is shorter and fat and hilarious. Yes. They're best friends. They go everywhere, and they get into bumbling adventures. And the tall, smarter one was the roadie for the singer who is passing off the Beatles songs as his own in the movie Yesterday. Okay. And I really really liked that guy in the movie Yesterday, and I was happy to see him in something else. Like, oh, you were in the movie Yesterday, and I thought you were wonderful in that, and now you're the co-star of this big-time Disney movie. Good for you. You're getting that money. Yes. 
But but what I but the one thing that's really great about this movie is the soundtrack because it's set in the '60s in London. And so the soundtrack has a Rolling Stone song and then it's playing Nancy Sinatra's These Boots Are Made For Walking. And then it's playing I Gotcha by Joe Tex, which was in the Reservoir Dog soundtrack. And then it's playing another Rolling Stone song. I, I don't know. She's a rainbow. And then you're hearing a Beatles cover by like Ike and Tina Turner. And then you're hearing a, uh, a Kink song. And then you're hearing a Queen song. And then you're hearing... Uh, they played a uh, time of the season by the zombies. And in my head, I just kept saying, oh, yeah, you know, the zombies. By the time this song came out and it was popular, the band is actually had actually broken up. But yeah. the record company said, hey, nobody knows what the zombies look like. So we'll just release a bunch of fake bands and have them pretend that they're the band. Anyway, uh, it, I was really excited to hear, hear that song because I wrote a whole chap about it. But well, that's just like just like sometime this week Bruce Nobles had posted something about the uh, Oswego Indian murders yeah yeah I was like we well that was like two or three years ago wasn't it that we covered that one yeah, yeah. but like I find I'm finding myself singing along to all of these amazing songs that I know and going, oh, man, this movie is great. Oh, man, this movie is great. But about about an hour into the film is when I realized. I don't like this film. I just like the soundtrack. Yes. The soundtrack is so good and filled with so many songs that uh, the movie is actually not that good. It's a weird comedy, drama, murder, mystery, fashion movie. Yeah. That in London in the 60s. And I don't give a shit about watching that. But the soundtrack is so good that you're like tricked into liking the film. But if all of the really good songs were removed from this movie, and I don't know, you got... I don't Alan Silvestri to, to to come up with a score for the film and not use any of those popular songs. I love that. Then uh, the movie would just be okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. You know, you get into yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, you watch Bohemian Rhapsody, and there is a lot to enjoy there. And then you find out that what there is to enjoy there is the music of Queen. Yeah. yeah. And, and if you it. take the music of Queen out of the Queen movie, there's barely a fucking movie there. Yeah. So, Cruella, it's fine. It's fine. It's mostly harmless. It's okay. In the first ten minutes of the movie, Cruella's mom is killed by Dalmatians. Yeah. That is fucking ridiculous. But anyway, it's fine. It's fine. If it's on and you watch it, it's fine. At least the soundtrack is great. So, so that's Ruella. And finally, the Steve Stubbs pick of the week is the documentary Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised. That's the full title. Yes. Summer of Soul. And then 
parentheses or when the revolution could not be televised. So in the summer of 68, there were a lot of riots in Harlem because Malcolm X was killed. John F. Kennedy is like, hey, I think maybe we should be nicer to the blacks and end the war. He was killed. And then uh, uh, his brother is like, I'm going to follow in my brother's footsteps. And then he did by also being killed. And then Martin Luther King Jr. was also killed. And so there's all of these riots and all of this. stuff. So then when the summer of 1969 came around, the mayor is like, we need to do something because Harlem is going to be there's going to be all of these riots. Like last summer, there were a ton of riots. We need to do something to keep black people calm and and to to make them not go crazy in the super hot summer. And so they did a series of free concerts in the park in Harlem. And the concert, it was every Sunday for six weeks. And it featured some of the biggest black musicians of the time. Uh, Stevie Wonder was there. I had no idea that a blind man could be such a good freaking drummer. Not only that, but you're blind and you walk from the microphone to the drum set by yourself, sit down, pick up the drumsticks and do an incredible solo without seeing a fucking thing. Yeah. Damn Stevie Wonder. And also he was like 20 or 21 at the time. Like, fuck. Uh, Nina Simone... Sly in the Family Stone, B.B. King, Gladys Knight and the Pips, and the Fifth Dimension were there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they were black. No? When I heard, you know, uh, all these hippies going when the moon is in the seventh house and Jupiter aligns with Mars, I just assumed, oh, these are some fucking white hippies that, uh, that were super into astrology and smoked some weed and decided to sing a song from hair. But no, they were all black. And 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 I was shocked to see that the fifth dimension were black. And then they interviewed some surviving members of the fifth dimension today. And they said, the hardest part about being uh, musicians is that everyone assumed we were white. And I, that made me feel <laughs> so good. It's like, oh, Thank you. I thought I was being the most racist son of a bitch in the world. Thank you. Everyone thought you were white. It's not just me. That's I don't know. I I I guess maybe I've seen them on television at the time or something like that. Because the fifth dimension really had their fucking moment. You know? Yeah, they uh, said with Aquarius and up up and away and everyday people was a major thing. Everyday people was family stone uh they were amazing oh, they had a it? white drummer yeah they had a white drummer and they had a white like a like a bass player and then one of their horn players was a woman and they mentioned in the documentary that that was really shocking to a lot of people in harlem to see like you have white people on stage like a white person is this good on drums yeah. and you've got men and women in your horn section, which was surprising for the time that like, here is a woman who is playing the, 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 you know, the trumpet and is just as good with all of the other men who are playing instruments and, and 
it's a really good documentary. Yeah. It was really incredible. And so they filmed all of this with a bunch of cameras. And then once the concerts were done, they got the footage and they shopped it around. But no one gave a shit. Why? Because it's the summer of 1969 and all people can talk about are all the fucking white hippies that are having sex in the mud yeah. uh, 100 miles away in Woodstock. So the, this footage sat in a basement unused for 50 years. Wow. Until uh, Questlove from The Roots and The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon found the footage and made a documentary about it. It's an amazing documentary, incredible fucking music, a great message. They not only interviewed all of the musicians that were still alive and then showed them some of the footage of that concert and a lot of them are crying and stuff, but they also interviewed some people who still live in Harlem who were there at the concert, just audience members. And it's just, it was a great film with a great message. And it was the perfect film for my first movie back. It is in theaters and it's also on Hulu right now. So I watched the film in theaters. I was the only one in the theater, which was great because I could move around a little bit and bob my head and sing along to the songs that I knew and not feel bad. Yeah. Not like ashamed or anything but i had a blast and the first thing i did when i got home is downloaded the movie so i could watch it again it's a great fucking film a documentary currently it's on my very short list of the three best movies of the year for me nice it's at at the moment it's barb and star go to vista del mar nobody and then summer of soul are my three favorite movies to come out this year. Except so for the one I've, I haven't seen, I've got to agree with the other two. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that was uh, Steve Stubbs this week. Next week, I will be seeing the Boss Baby sequel. Boss Baby 2 Cruise Control. Okay. This one's in a cruise ship. Uh, oh, no, sorry. That's Boss Baby 2, The Dark World. Oh. Ooh. And not Electric Boogaloo, because that's that's played. That's just played. Uh, and I'm not sure what else, but we'll figure that out. Uh, yeah, and cut on that. I'm really excited that Steve Stubbs is back. That I'm back oh, to watch God, it. yes. Yeah. 